this is Chris. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Appreciate you coming back for another episode, and I'm very excited because I have my biz besties here on the show with me. I'm joined by <laughs> that was Amber Hawley you heard over there, and Melissa Hall. How are you two doing? Good. Yeah. We are so excited. We finally get to have some popcorn with Mr. Popcorn himself. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and uh, at Amber's request, this will be a four bagger, as she likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are not known for brevity, so this is going to be tough for us. <laughs> yes. So she's guaranteeing this is going to be slightly longer than yeah. normal. We we have a time limit here. Maybe like a five bagger. I feel like a five bagger. Five bagger. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to explain what that means? That means it's going to take about five bags of popcorn. You're going to pop five bags of popcorn and consume them by the time this thing is over. <laughs> <laughs> and consume them. Okay. Um, yeah, we only got we only hey, got thirty minutes. Can, my kids can annihilate a bag of popcorn, so maybe I'm thinking of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's the three of us. We'll, we'll see what we yeah, what we'll we see get what there. we can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the main reason that you're here is because one, I love your podcast. It's a great show, My Biz Bestie. And one of my favorite episodes that you did was on the Myers Briggs test, which hopefully I'm saying that right. I you googled are. it last night because it also goes by what Myers Briggs type indicator. Is that also yeah. correct? Yes. If you get schmancy. Yes, MBTI. MBTI. I feel very fancy saying that. So yeah, you're like legit. <laughs> In the psychology world, if you use abbreviations, you're legit. legit. Yeah, I think we need to bestow upon you an honorary master's degree right now. Yes. Thank you, because I don't want to pay for one or go back to school. So <laughs> <laughs> That'll be perfect. Boom. Well, I was interested in figuring out, you know, how does your personality type, and we'll use you know the Myers Briggs for our reference point, how does that relate to how people deal with money? Because I know. It's kind of the Myers-Briggs results you get. They have like different components to it. And I will not attempt to explain it because I'm going to probably mess it up. So we'll start off by if you could explain to us, you can do it together or whichever one yeah. of you wants I'll to take it I'll do the on. general and you'll get in the specifics of the, of the letter. All right. But so uh, the Myers-Briggs, it, it gets broken down. There's four letters that you, after you take the test, that get assigned to you. And there's a great site that we always refer our listeners to and people I work with, the 16personalities.com, because basically they're, you know, the four letters and there's 16 different ways and combinations of that. And so the first one is introversion versus extroversion, and then it continues on. But if we talked about all that, we would not have time to get to the episode. (laughs) So if you go on over to mybizbestie.com forward slash episode eight... That's all about the Myers-Briggs, and we will give you the lowdown, all of it, all of the information about that in general. I think today we're going to address it just from the P and the J and kind of the different ways that they approach money. And that's the, the last portion of the... Yes, the very last letter. Okay. And so it's perceiving versus judging, which is not a very accurate way to describe them, but that's just the way somebody came up with it. (laughs) I think the reason we wanted to focus more on the P and the J is because related to money, like whether you're introverted or extroverted doesn't really impact your money. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it's not going to have a huge impact. And there's a ton of things that could impact how you view money, right? Which we all know. But the P versus the J, the P for perceiving is actually more about these two letters are kind of about how well you like planning Hmm. and flexibility. So there are benefits to being flexible and there are benefits to being a planner, right? We can both identify those. So with all of these things, it's not that one is good or bad. It's just that they're different and we need to have both people around us in our businesses, in our lives, right? Um, So the P's, which is Amber and I, are you 
What's your Myers Briggs? I oh yeah, you know we should do that as well. So <laughs> we'll say yeah. what are Myers is it? Am I saying this the right? Way? Your Myers Briggs? Yes. Yeah. Can I just Briggs. say that? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's your Myers Briggs? I am INFP. Thanks to you two, okay. I took the oh, test. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. You are just like us, only introverted. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm an ENFP. Yes, and I'm an ENFP. So that typically means, and it is a spectrum, so like I might be like 90% P and you might be 60% P, right? So it's like a little bit, you know, it varies, Mm. but that means that we're really comfortable like going with the flow and it's like, okay, yeah, there's a schedule, but like, oh, okay, we want to go here instead. Yeah, we'll do that. And we can kind of change things on the fly and actually over planning is stressful. Mm, I like, agree. Oh, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. now I feel stressed out because I have all of these expectations and I'd rather just kind of have, have my freedom to do what I want. On the flip side for a J, it's very stressful for them not to have the plan, mm. right? Like they like knowing what is expected. I can go into this event and know that I want to go to these certain things. This is going to happen and I'm going to do it in this time and I need this amount of time to get ready to go to this thing, mm. right? So that's a J. And the reason we wanted to highlight those is because I think those two things are the ones that create a lot of conflict, especially in like relationships, more so than the others. And I think that more so than the others can impact how you view money and things like budgeting. Uh, like we think if maybe you're a couple, that could be very, very different. My yeah. wife must definitely be a J then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what hers is, but that description was like, yeah, she's like, you need to tell me in advance when we're going to go do something. Because don't tell me, you know, five hours. I need, like, give me a couple of days to get yes. ready for this. Oh, that's so J. That's so J. <laughs> yes. And my husband is a hardcore J. And I'm a hardcore P. Yes. And it is, yeah, that's, like, what we have discussions. And I still will forget. And it's the same thing. Like, yeah. You know, and as a marriage therapist, because that is my primary vocation, <laughs> other than our podcast, uh, I will say I lo- I see a lot of P and J problems in mm. my in my practice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Do you know like ways you've seen it impact money stuff? I mean, obviously, you can be a P and and be like a saver, or you can be a P and be a spender. So I, I mm-hmm. feel like that's not necessarily, but I think it is that idea of like long term planning and just not having the flexibility to kind of roll with the get more stressed out by things when they happen unexpectedly right and so um, I think just in general about how they approach things is more what I see but like you said there's so many things in addition to our personality that happen to us so the you know the nurture part of life (laughs) that actually impacts how we view money how we deal with it and how you know we approach those things so I, I think there's a lot of variety there, but definitely understanding your personality type will help, especially if you're having these money conversations in a couple. And because it's a spectrum, is it possible for someone to kind of like vary back and forth? Because yes. when I think about how I how I budget, I'm very much a J when it comes to a budget. I'm very like rigid. I need to know exactly what's going to be happening for the next you know, two, three months. Here's what we're going to do. We're sticking to this plan. If you change something, let me know because this is not what I plan for at all. But then I'll turn around and be like, well, things are a little bit different. I, I think we want to, I need to go out and do this thing. I'll be very flexible once I get out and away from my computer and away from my budget. Yes. But then I'm like super rigid when I get back. I'm like, oh, this was horrible. And I'm like, I get stressed out. It's like I kind of fluctuate back and forth between being very rigid and then being very flexible. Yeah. And I could see that both being like closer to that. Um, it, it's called like an X. Like sometimes you can be right in the middle. And so you could kind of go either way. But that's one of those cases where I think it's like you might have a high need for security. So when you're actually in the moment and being mindful of your money, 
you're like really like, oh boy, I got, when I look at the budget, I realize I got to do all of this. But then you're away from it and you're like, oh, you know, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, spending money is fun. <laughs> I'm the same way. And I, you know, I always jokingly say like, oh, it's because I'm a Virgo because I do, I love me some Excel and I have my Excel budget out and I like everything is detailed. When I look at it, I was like, oh crap. But then it's like, get me away for two hours and I'm like, ooh, I like that purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like I, like we're both ENFPs, right? And I do like having the budgeting thing, but I'm not as much of a spender, I would say. But compared to my husband, it's like, ooh, majorly different. But also, I, I will be more flexible with things. It's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, but we have the budget, but that's just our framework, right? Like, yeah. that is truly how I view having, like, <laughs> it's a really strict budget, and that means it's a framework. It's a suggestion. So that means, like, yeah. we can take from this little section and, and then move it over here. Like, it's all the same thing. And to my husband, that's like, well, a little bit, maybe, but no, then that means the budget is wrong, mm. right? You know, because we're not planning correctly if we're always changing it. Which I can see makes sense, but yeah. it's just a very different way to view it. Essentially, Dave Ramsey's a J. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> he is a ma- he is like hardcore J. <laughs> he's just Jane it up all oh, over he's the internet. Jane it up. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> so, so for those people who who kind of listen to this and they're like, okay, I think I'm a P, I think I'm a J, and they kind of filling out where they are. Do you have any suggestions or like? what should someone do if they're like, you know, I feel like I'm real far on one side and I, I want to make a change. Hey, so Amber and Melissa were not lying. They were not joking. This is definitely going to be a, a, a five bagger. So I'm going to take a break right here. We're going to take a pause and we'll come back on Wednesday with part two of our conversation. But in the meantime, if you want to hear more from Amber and Melissa, you can go check out their podcast, My Biz Bestie. It's a really great show. I've been listening to it since it launched. It's all about helping business owners find their support system through like a a best friend, but just in the the business world. And it is geared towards women, but I'm a man. I listen to the show and I still get a lot of value from it. So if you're a business owner, if you're thinking about starting a business, even if you just want to learn how to uh, find someone you can connect with, check out their podcast, My Biz Bestie. And if you're looking for a new way to check out the Popcorn Finance Podcast, did you know that you can listen to it on your Amazon Echo? All you have to do is say, hey, Alexa, sorry if I set off your echoes, (laughs) enable Popcorn Finance. And it will be added to your Amazon Echo as a skill, and you'll be able to listen to your show from there. So as always, I want to thank you again for coming back and joining me for another bag of popcorn, or in this case, for what was that, half of an episode? So this is about two and a half bags of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.